2: Hello and welcome to the rest is football with Alan Shearer, Micah Richardson, and me Gary Linica. Uh, we haven't seen each other since Sunday.
3: Have you missed me? <laughs> you sound a bit bunged up, Gary. Oh, uh, I've had this
2: cold all week. Um, yeah, I didn't quite die like you you, you predicted <laughs> um, earlier earlier in the week, but yeah, it's it's um it's one of the worst colds I can ever have. Actually, it's a you know proper man flu. We oh, nearly had
3: our wish, Mike. <laughs> oh, that's kind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Honestly, dear. I mean, uh, it, it, is it true what they say though? It's the older you get, Gaz, the harder it is to shake off. What? Uh, it's like well, you should know how huh? you're
2: not Wait. far behind.
1: <laughs> how old are you now, Gaz? Uh, Seventy what? S- Sixty and sixty-three. <laughs> oh, two more years. You can take your pension. Oh right, I thought you meant two more years and that's it. <laughs>
3: We'll give you a good send off. Don't worry. Oh, that's so sweet of you. We have one is. hell of a party maker. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I was going to say, why don't you one of you try and do the intro just for a bit of practice in case I do pop my clogs.
1: Oh over. no, forget that present, relax. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh.
2: Right, th- this week um, we've got a number of topics to discuss. Uh, I want to talk about. Um, Jose Mourinho, a deep diver into his career um, because he's just been sacked by AS Roma. Then we can talk about um, Saudi Arabia and one or two players wanting to leave, most notably uh, Jordan Henderson. The possible um, punishments um, for Everton again and Nottingham Forest and um, hopefully talk a little bit about the Africa Cup of Nations at the end. But let's, let's start with um, uh, Jose Mourinho. I mean a remarkable coach the the special one of course he was fired by Roma he was we mentioned him didn't we on the podcast earlier in the week after his two red cards in the space of just I think four days and um, I mean whatever you say about Jose and obviously I I told you the story about um, I think we fell out because um, he he, he stopped texting me
3: has he not been in touch (laughs) Uh, he's not actually
2: Um, it'd be great to have him on the pod Um, I mean I like Jose send him a
3: message why don't you Send him a message. Well, actually, that's
2: a good shout. I I doubt he's got the same number. Life's too short to be little. Well, to be perfectly honest, and I I should have probably um, said this at the time, when my dad passed away a few years ago, uh, and this was after all, they kind of stopped um, the lack of... um, uh, conversations between us um he did send me a really sweet message so you know he's i i mean i like jose i've always liked jose and um there's no question he's what he's been one of the greatest managers in the mods well any era really um he's, his record is 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 absolutely
3: superb isn't it he's amazing i mean serial winner uh, when when he first came here to England, he sort of blew us all away, didn't he? With his uh, enthusiasm, his passion, his—I don't know—arrogance, confidence, however you want to put it. I mean, you, you know what you're going to get with him. You know what's and all, who and what he is. But ultimately, <laughs> he he'll deliver. He'll more than likely deliver you a trophy, your club a trophy.
2: Well, he's won trophies pretty much everywhere he's been, hasn't he? Um, the only place he didn't, I think, is, is Spurs. And don't forget, they fired him just a few days uh, before the Carabao Cup final. Um, mm-hmm. and, and given Jose's record in finals, I think um, he barely loses any of them. I mean, he lost the um, Europa League on penalties to Sevilla last season, but um, he, he might well have won Spurs that trophy.
1: Micah? Unbelievable. He's, he's one of my favourites. He's got to be my... My top three, and I know there's managers in the past that have won some incredible things, but just like Alan says, he had that swagger. You know, when you walk into a room and someone's got that aura and he says it, but he does it. Do you remember uh, at Porto when he was there and was thinking, ooh, this guy looks a bit spicy, really good in his interviews, backed himself, won the Champions League, Then he comes to Chelsea and everyone's saying, okay, he's a good young manager, can he do it? And he's been to to England, he's been to Italy, he's in Portugal, been to Spain. He does it absolutely everywhere he goes. And it's sad, it's sad that people are now writing him off saying he can't do it anymore. He does get a little bit agitated. I mean, um, we talked about how many red cards he's had, but I just love him. I think he's been great for the sport and I still think he is... A top manager, I really do. He won the Europa Conference League, didn't he? As well, I remember in these
2: very early days. I think he, I think he was manager of the Porto team that beat Celtic, and we did the game live. I think it was in Spain the game. And you thought, even then, you thought, "Crikey, this this guy's got something." Um, and he, you know, to win the Champions League with Porto, I mean, it's quite something special. Um, that which he also won, and then. To, to go on to do what he did and particularly i think in his early well not just early days but the first decade let's say of his management i mean he had an incredible charisma and a charm and he he was funny and um, witty and obviously slightly cocky um he called himself he said i'm not, i don't want to be arrogant but i, I am the special
3: one he backed it up though didn't he
2: well, no, absolutely. I mean, he's yeah. he's he's won everything in the game. Um, is 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 an extraordinary um coach. I just wonder um, because he had his he has his ways, doesn't he? And and he's he's particularly successful in finals. He's only ever lost one, I think, UEFA final, and he's been in a lot of them. And that was the penalty shootout against Sevilla last season. And I remember even in the um, conference, which he won two years ago with Roma, in the semi-final, when Leicester drew Roma and we were going... Because uh, we, three of my boys are Leicester fans and we were all going, oh God, he's going to... I mean, how, how the hell are we going to get past, you know, a Roma side? Even though Leicester were a really good team at the time. and, and But you just knew it would be difficult. And then once they got ahead in the se- and you just thought nah. And Leicester never had a kick in that game. They just couldn't like create anything. He got that early goal in the second leg and then just sat back. It was one of his masterclasses in that. The only thing I would say possibly, I think, in perhaps the last few years is the game has evolved into a more of a, an attacking, high-press kind of game. That's the teams that seem to be more successful now. And I wonder whether you can be as successful as he was in his first decade playing the way that he does.
3: Do you think clubs, chairman, owners will be wary or scared of hiring him now?
2: That's a very good question. The only thing I would say on that is that, again, he's won trophies. Mm -hmm. I mean, he he won Roma's first ever European trophy and then took them to a final um, the following year. I I mean, I, I must say I didn't particularly enjoy his behaviour after that defeat. If you remember, he, he castigated the um, English ref um, in the car park and all that sort of stuff. He's obviously such an incredibly competitive person. He couldn't bear to lose um, his first and only ever UEFA final. But I still think clubs will be interested. How can you not be?
3: Even even clubs that are going for the championship in terms of the league title, I don't... Not, I don't. Not in this country, I don't think. But I think, I mean, if you're if you're a club that hasn't had success or chasing success, then you think Whoa. if he's got the tools to to do it, then you're you're almost pretty much guaranteed a trophy, aren't you? I don't know. I mean, it's just sometimes he leaves chaos behind as well, doesn't he? And that's his sort of mentality, his siege mentality about his football club at that particular time where he's at, and he does create that, doesn't he? At times.
1: Yeah, I'd agree with that. Apparently, he tried to side me as well when I was at Man City.
2: Well, everyone makes mistakes, Mike, or even Jose.
1: Where was he at? He obviously knows the
3: quality, doesn't he? I remember. Is that right? Go on, where and when? Maybe he's not such a good judge after all.
1: When when all you boys was bigging me up on the BBC, and I've said it before, Alan Anson, I was playing a game against Man United, against Tevers, and Tevez was a wonderful, wonderful player. And I, and I marked him out the game. I was, I was stepping in front of him, playing out, last-ditch tackles, big-headers. I was doing absolutely everything. And Alan Hansen said, you've got to watch out for this, Micah Richards. He's going to be a... He's going to end up on a podcast one day. <laughs> 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 Let's get him on. Let's get him on. The great Alan Hansen. He will He's
3: retired.
2: I
1: would have
3: loved to have played against you, Micah. Yes. I'd have smashed, oh, I would have fucking I'll... smashed you into oblivion
1: have. Shut.
3: Honestly, I would have, the... have draw. I would have sucked you right in, in front of me I'd just little elbow here and there Honestly, oh. I, would have, I would have smashed
1: you up, no you, problem You would have been a piece of cake You would have been <laughs> easy <laughs> I mean, oh. have been, If you shoot from 40 yards, I can't defend that, you know You'd have to drop into little pockets but you're meant to be fucking
3: do... marking me then Why are you letting me shoot from 40 yards? There's no chance you're running I'd with me I'd have ran you rag- and I you're not rang your Every blade of grass in the corner, you'd have been breathing out your arse and then I would have smashed you to pieces.
2: There's, there's only one way to settle this, and I think we need to get you two in a ring, charity, uh, whether it's boxing or UFC. Oh, you're
3: joking! It's he even he look at his look at the size of him, man. Oh, you just said you'd smash him
2: all over the park.
3: Well, I would on the pitch. I would not in a not in a boxing ring or whatever it was. Look at the size of his guns on him. No, there's no chance uh, of that. Uh, <laughs> Back in my prime, I'd have ran him ragged. Before
1: I was rudely interrupted, it was around the season <laughs> of 2006, 2007, I would say. And I, I, I was playing for England, and Man United was sort of interested, and Chelsea was interested. And I was just basically, I've got a chance to play for Mourinho. And it, you go at bed at night and think, and you. You look at houses in London, you know, in the Chelsea area. Excuse
2: me, Mike, how did you know you had a chance to play Mourinho? Had someone told you? Were you tapped
1: up? It, no, no, it's not tapped. There's inquiries made. Yeah, it was yeah. all done by the book. Agents speaking to agents and Man City was saying they wanted 20 million quid for me at the time. And I'd only played really one season. It was a good season, by the way. But yeah, it was only one season. And then I never really wanted to leave Man City in the end because it was my home. You know, I was there, there's a couple of youngsters, Michael Johnson, Daniel Sturridge, Nader Manure, Ishmael Miller. It was all sort of a group, Stephen Island. Yeah, I wanted to stay at Man City, but when I knew that he was potentially um, interested in me, yeah, it was uh, it was a nice feeling. It's a
3: polite way of saying he was tapped up. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: <laughs> he had that remarkable record, didn't he? Where, that that he didn't lose a home game for about a million years. Yeah.
3: Wow, uh, it's was crazy, wasn't it?
2: Nine years it was without losing a home wow. game. Wow. Yeah, and what he achieved wow. at you know Chelsea, well Porto for a start, Chelsea, and and certainly Real Madrid and Inter Milan. Of course, remember when he he, he toppled Barcelona and he went into the on the stadium and, and in front of all the new Camp fans. Yeah. Just yeah, he was he was he was never
3: shy, was he? Have you seen his list of trophies? I mean, it I've is- got it in front of me.
2: I've got <laughs> oh, it in front of me. Do you want to? Me. Shall I read it out? Yes, yeah, please. Go on.
3: Here you go. We'll start
2: with the four times uh, world's best club coach two times Champions League winner with Porto in 2003-04 um, and Inter 9-10 three times Premier League winner uh, with Chelsea FA Cup winner with Chelsea four League Cups three with Chelsea one with Manchester United two Italian Serie championships uh, with Inter Italian Cup winner Italian Super Cup winner uh, La Liga winner with Real Madrid um, Spanish Cup winner with Real Madrid and Super Cup uh, Europa League winner with Manchester Manchester United, UEFA Cup winner with Porto, Conference League winner uh, with Roma, um, Portuguese League twice with Porto, Portuguese Cup and the Portuguese Super Cup. Uh, it's not bad, is it?
3: And here's us Here's here's us saying, do you think clubs would take I it? I mean, and that 77 home
2: game and beaten um, in the Premier League for a while, um, which was... <laughs> <laughs> it's extraordinary isn't it youngest manager ever to manage uh, 100 Champions League games uh, first manager to reach all European competition finals and obviously the only manager to win every single uh, European competition so it's not bad
3: <laughs> I think it's
2: fair to say he's, 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 he's been the special Oh, um,
3: absolutely yeah incredible what a yeah. career what a it man really is. he does it his way no one can say any different to that can they? yep
2: and be, and before we move on, um, we've we, we've had a I think it was a tweet actually um, to us um, from Steve Goldie two one nine six, and it says it was no surprise to hear that Jose Mourinho had been sacked after Gary told a story of him shunning Gary for no reason. Uh, Lenica's power and influence over the football world is unparalleled, and everyone should beware, including <laughs> Alan and Micah. <laughs>
3: Uh, yes. But I think you, honestly, I think you should, t- after we finish this, text him and say, um, I will. we've just I will. done a thing on you. Just want to say how much I respect you and like you and etc. He's
2: blocked him Do already. That. He's blocked I, I, him. I, I absolutely. If, if he's still got the same number, I'd be absolutely shocked. because well, You can a, easily get I,
3: his number off someone. The one I've you?
2: got is an English one, and I, I imagine it's probably Italian um, by now. But I'm sure he listens to the pod. And if he does, Joe, say, I love you. I'm sorry. I don't know what I did wrong. Bless him. Uh, Wish him well. Wish him well. Uh, Let's take a break. Welcome back to The Rest is Football with me, Gary Lineker, Micah Richards and Alan Shearer. Let's start the second half with another possible punishment uh, for Everton and also possibly uh, Nottingham Forest as well. We don't know what that punishment or if there will be one yet. Um, possible point deductions, obviously, which will be exceptionally worrying for the fans, players, staff of of both those uh, football clubs. The profit and sustainability rules, they're aimed, of course, at promoting financial stability within the Premier League and the current rules limit the losses clubs are allowed to make. Uh, essentially, clubs are allowed to incur losses of £105 million over a three-year reporting cycle. With this one, I think what's uh, surprised most of us is that it's Everton... Are in there again they've already suffered 10 point loss uh, of course which they've appealed um, and apparently this case can't be heard until that appeal um, is decided uh, one way or the other and i was i was a little bit confused to be honest because i thought well how can they do them again but it's for each three-year period so this say for years uh one to three this is now from years two to four. So they've obviously got issues on that. Um, uh, both these clubs are kind of just above the relegation zone at the moment. I think Forrest are four points clear, Everton just the one. Must be massively, massively worrying for, for both
3: of them. The ramifications are huge, aren't they? I mean, yes, it's the football clubs, the players, the staff. But it's, again, it's the fans that, um, that are left to suffer and, be frustrated and show their anger and, and everything else because all they ever do is pay their good money and hope that their club does well. And um, obviously, they don't want to see their club punished. I mean, I have read that Everton feel sort of hard done by because they feel as if they're getting done for the same punishment as what they've already been done for and what they're appealing against. So I get the frustration and understand and and everything that goes with it. I don't know. I mean, they, I mean the, the bottom line is, Gary, the clubs voted this in, didn't they? The clubs voted yeah, this. About
2: 10, 11 years ago, yes. Yeah,
3: they, they all voted it in. So, um, I mean, ultimately, they, they have to stick by the rules. I mean, whether you think it's sustainable or what. I mean, look at the Newcastle situation now in terms of that because I would imagine they were one of the clubs that voted it in that time ago. Now they're desperate to go out and and spend money and bring different players in. They can't. It looks as if, or it sounds as if, next summer, this summer coming up, that they'll have to sell one of the big hitters to try and generate um, finances to, to be a better team. I don't know. I mean...
2: I wonder if if the kind of owners of a club like... And I know they're they're also obviously got a lot of cases against them, a club like Manchester City. And it's... Although these are different issues, I think it's worth pointing out, as we did in a a pod that we had with um, an expert on this field, Nick Harris, a, a while back. They're different issues. But could Man City do what they've done now... If, if say the owners had only taken over a few years ago,
3: well, probably not. And yeah. and, and and Chelsea are the same, aren't they? I yeah. mean, so therefore, is it is it fair on clubs that then
2: come in later on with with huge amounts of money from really
1: rich owners? I mean, it's it's, it's ridiculous. And first, the, the the first point I would like to make is the agreed ten to eleven years ago. So we're saying two thousand and thirteen ish, around that time and you can't lose a certain amount of money in within a three year period. Is that right, Gary? Correct, 105 Correct. million. Basically, you're going off numbers that are 10, 11 years outdated. So back then, talk about inflation. If you, I'll use a house as an analogy. Something is cheaper 10 years ago as it is today. That was the old market. So it needs to be re-looked at for clubs to actually compete. So if it's 100 mil 10 years ago, 100 mil 10 years ago is like 200 million today. And I know, I understand the reasons why they wanted to bring something to safeguard the clubs. And it was sort of a fairer way of doing it. But you tell me how a team that like Luton who come up, and have to compete with the likes of the the big six, say, when their revenue and their commercial revenue is way greater and the players that they have already is way greater. How are they supposed to compete with the rest? It makes zero sense to me. I just, I can't get my head around it at all. It makes, the club like Newcastle, so it took Man City... The, the takeover was in 2008, I believe. And we won the FA Cup in 2011. It took us three years to win the FA Cup and then four years to, to, to win the league. Newcastle have been taken over, done things the correct way, not gone and bought ridiculous players, bought the right players to fit what they need. Yes, of course, they've got an injury crisis at this moment in time. But how are they supposed to compete? It's 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 not a fair ruling, is it, really? No matter if it was signed, if it was signed a year ago and teams were getting out, I could understand. But it's, it's it's been too long. I think it needs re-looking at. I think you're right in terms of, I mean, a player 10, 11,
3: 12 years ago that, that cost 20 million would probably exactly. cost forty or fifty million now, wouldn't yeah. they? Um I think that's absolutely right. I think your property analogy um is
2: an interesting one, but I think the f- inflation of football prices compared with property is, is, yeah, even, even is it's greater, massive, massive massively, massively bigger,
3: yeah. I mean don't 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 forget, I mean Liverpool sort of did it, didn't when they got rid of well or they sold Coutinho for over a hundred yeah. million, wasn't it? That they brought in was it Allison, they brought in Van Dyke. So so they they've they've sort of had to it as well. Um, I, I agree in a, in a way with Micah. I mean, the Newcastle situation is the, I suppose, is a classic example of, I mean, profitability and sustainability. Absolutely, um, it's a. They they can they can do all of those things. So, yeah.
2: if they, if if they've broken the rules, of these clubs, what should the punishment be then? Should it be just a, a I huge think it's very difficult to answer that, Gary. I think I in
3: terms of what they've done how much they've broken it um, how much they've tried to help their own situation it's it's very difficult i mean we all felt without knowing a hundred percent of the details the everton 10 point deduction was too much and i still think that with their appeal again without knowing too much that they they may win part of that appeal i don't know that's only a guess so it's difficult to say where points or fines or whatever in terms of how they've broken the rules but Let's not forget the clubs actually signed up to this. It could lead to
2: chaos though at the end of the yeah, season. Could couldn't do. It? There's no question yeah. about that. If, if if you've got two clubs that are obviously just above the relegation zone at present and then they, they might suddenly get a fine. and it, I don't think it can possibly be done until the Everton appeal is done which is scheduled for late in the season. So it could be Conceivably, given
1: points punishments with five, six games to go, just a mess. It's just a mess. How how are you supposed to plan as a player? We always look at you talk about the the finer details in and the marginal gains. Like you don't even know where you're gonna be. Whether you're gonna be find a point or you're gonna be finding money. Is it gonna be three points? Is it gonna be six? You're going out there, blood, sweat, and tears, and the fans cheering you on with not knowing. And I mean, it's just, I just. I just don't like it. I I I don't like it. The, the the timing of it it just doesn't sit right with me at all. Yes, rules are rules and if you break the rules you should be punished of course, but the timing of it is just I, I, yeah, I, I don't like it.
3: And who suffers
2: most? Fans. Fans
1: of course, the fans always suffer the most.
3: And they haven't done it never do anything wrong other than support their football club. Absolutely.
2: Let's move on. Um, um, that, that's obviously going to rumble along uh, that particular problem. The other interesting story this week has been um, Jordan Henderson leaving Saudi oh, yeah. Arabia just six months after joining Al-Etifak. Uh, Rumours of Firmino and uh, Benzema are also wanting um, to leave Saudi Arabia. Um, I think it's just a case. I've done a, a kind of little bit of an examination in, into this and whether it's going to be possibly a, another China situation where it, it was a thing for a while and moved away. I'm, I'm not sure that's the case on this. I think um, it's just that some players, um, some players don't settle when uh, when they move. But it's a fascinating story, uh, Jordan Henderson's, because uh, he's, it's now been reported that he, he won't receive... Any of the money that for the six months' work that he's done, um, so no, no money there. He's now going to um, Amsterdam. My partner Tony say, said, "Is he actually just going on a cap year?" <laughs> 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 Which I thought was quite funny. Um, but you know, sometimes you settle in sometimes you don't. But um,
3: it's. Do a- you think that's? Do you think that's agents getting to work to try to rectify the? damage maybe that he feels he's done for his character by going over there, by saying he's not going to receive a penny for playing. I can't believe for a minute that someone goes to six months over there and they don't get anything. Well, yeah, I find it it's, it's staggering, isn't it? Don't believe it.
1: It's It's just strange, the whole situation. I mean, we, we've talked about it before, didn't we? It was always going to be difficult, especially because of his views when he was captain's and the campaigns that he was sort of running with. But I just... We had a conversation on on the radio actually, um, five live, and was talking about it and he was coming back to the Premier League. And I was just like, I can't I can't see him coming back to a Premier League side unless it's sort of challenging for the, the Champions League. There's Euros at the end of the season. He obviously wants to be in that Euros squad and thinks to himself, Okay, I need to be playing in a top league somewhere, potentially win the league over there and then well, to be fair, Ajax have been struggling though, hasn't yeah, they? Yeah, they've been yeah, struggling yeah, cool. this oh, exactly. year. Yeah. So but they it, had an it, awful
2: start. They've they a, a bit, yeah, they've like, been
1: an yeah. awful start. But I, I don't know. I, I can't get my head around all of this now. Surely as a, an agent, as these the people around him, know what is going into it and they know the backlash he could potentially receive. So if you go there... Surely you just stick it out, do you know what I mean? Or don't go at the very start anyway. But he must have just think the standard of football is not what I thought it was, might not be able to settle. It's very strange story why you would do that and then come back after six months doesn't make sense to me at at certainly all.
2: F- for no money i mean there might be tax implications i i imagine that sort of thing who knows who knows um but uh, whatever happens we we, we wish him well at ajax um we'll follow that one closely as well the africa cup of nations has been taking place i've i've watched quite a few games actually um and it started started really well um because i the one two years ago there were a hell of a lot of nil-nils and lots of games settled on penalties. I know it's only the group stage anyway. It's only just started the, the last few days. But a lot of the big teams have struggled, actually. Nigeria only got a draw with Equatorial Guinea. Ossimen scored scored the goal and then missed a good chance, actually, uh, towards the end. Egypt drew with Mozambique. Mozambique were 2-1 up. Um, and um, Mo Salah got a penalty in pretty much the the last kick of the game, which if you've if you've not seen it, it hit the post and oh, it was as tight as you can. In fact, you could say it's the most unsavable penalty possible because it, you
1: know what's mad about that. Before you move on, it's just everyone goes goal and assist for Salah as well. <laughs> the assist, he shanked the shot. Yeah. We're all big Salah, yeah. he shanked the shot, and then his penalty look, you still got to put it away, but he, he did shank the assist.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he did. He did. But, you know, he's human.
1: <laughs> he is human. Uh, I saw Morocco
2: play. They won, they actually won quite, quite comfortably and so did the um, defending champions, um, uh, Senegal. So, w- w- we'll monitor, monitor that. The Asia Cup also, um, is going on at the moment. and um, We'll discuss that as it um, as it goes throughout. We'll keep an eye on all these competitions. The Africa Cup of Nations has definitely grown in terms of its interest, hasn't it? Um, I think over the last um You ever get decade. out, by the way? Not the way I'm feeling, Alan. Oh, no, right, I'm okay. stuck I was going to say, when was no. the last time you had some fresh air? Um, I'd take the dog out still. Oh, right, okay. I, take the, the, I can't not take, <laughs> take the boy out. He, he, he just looks at me all the time. He keeps keeps patting me on the leg. Dad, (laughs) any chance? Any chance of walk? Which he does about every minute of the day, even two minutes after he's just been for a walk. Anyway, uh, that's it for today. But before we say goodbye, we have a quick stat for you that you can find uh, more about in today's newsletter. The Premier League is currently on track to break last season's goals per game record that began in 1992. Uh, We're seeing more goals than ever before, but out of all the goals ever scored in the Premier League, our very own Alan Shearer scored almost one percent of them. What about that?
3: God, why is it all about Alan? It's a good. It's a good mention, Micah. It's a good mention.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Do you Do you ever go to sleep at night, Alan? Just think, I'm the fucking man. You know. Every night, Micah, he does. Every you know, single like night. 260 Premier League goals. You know, when you're like, you're at home and you're just thinking about it. If someone's getting you down or someone's yeah. not going the right way, just think.
2: Micah, what's your percentage, Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I'm, I'm, I'm only kidding. Uh, for more <laughs> stats like that and the best football stories each week, sign up to the newsletter at therestisfootball.com. And, of course, it's completely free. Uh, Have a great weekend and goodbye from me.
3: Goodbye from me. Goodbye from me. Have a good weekend.